Hey everyone, hope everyone's doing well, and welcome to another episode of the GMW Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about some of the stuff that I plan on doing next week when students come back to school. If you're not already aware, I am now a physical education teacher. I used to be an intervention specialist or a special education teacher. This is my first year as a phys ed teacher, and quite a year to start in any profession, really, uh, but especially a new job. It's definitely been a very interesting year, to say the least, but... We are coming off our quarantine, I guess you can call it, our remote learning time for the second time this year. We started the year remote, came back to school for a little bit, and then went back to being remote in the, I think the beginning of November. It's been a little while now, but students are coming back on Monday, and for my first little unit that I'm planning on doing is basketball. So it's something I played growing up, and I'm really excited to be able to do. And it will be, oh, sorry, Charlie just jumped up to say hello to me, and I don't know what he's chewing on. He's always chewing on something. I came back today, and he was chewing on an Amazon package, but uh, he just has a piece of plastic, so I got that from him. But anywho, as I was saying, so I'm going to be teaching basketball for about, uh, it's technically will be three weeks. The way that I'm organizing it for each class is I saw that that three-week span would equal to about five classes because each class will have phys ed once every three days. It's a three-day rotation um, that each class has each different special. So with that, some classes will have two, two, one, one, two, two, you know, some sort of combination of that, but they'll have it during those that three-week span depending on, you know, whatever day they start with. Uh, the fun part, I think, will be more so with the older kids because they'll be able to play more games and they should, and I, I guess it will be interesting with all grades because everyone really likes basketball, so it's a pretty easy thing to teach any grade level because most people, at least in the cold Ohio climate, know something about basketball and have played it at some point because it's cold and rainy for a lot of the time of the year. But uh, with the first day of activities, and that's all I really thought about because um, the first day will cover three teaching days since you know, there will be three new classes for the day one, two, and three. But I uh, plan on doing some stations. So I have one that's focused on beef, which you don't know. It's balance, eyes, elbow, and follow through. Although I think elbow comes before eyes. That's not really too important because you have to do all four simultaneously to be able to shoot. But one of the baskets are lower than the than the other one that's like a main one. So I have two of them that are going to be used for shooting. The one that's going to be used for like technical practice of you know emphasizing beef. The one that's at a normal height will be used for regular shooting for the older kids. And for the younger ones, I probably won't use it. Or we'll have a different lighter um, ball for them to be able to use. Because it will probably be too high for them to be able to really use it with any sort of uh, fidelity. Then I'm going to have two stations... For dribbling, one where they're doing stationary dribbling drills, kind of like if you know Pete Maravich homework basketball type stuff. And then the um, other dribbling one will be dribbling with movement. So dribbling, not necessarily through a crazy obstacle course, but just dribbling to, or just moving through space while dribbling. And the last one is passing, which right now uh, you can do a lot of things with it. You could pass into a bucket, pass to a, another person, but... I have to see how that works, and I may just make it pass, be passing to another person. I don't know, it depends if I can find a good container for them to pass into, 
because that would be, I think, more fun to pass not just to a, a person across from you, but into a target or, to, you know, to be aiming towards something. But I'll have to figure that out um, early Monday morning before school to see if I can find something that would uh, facilitate that. So I also have to set up my side of the gym a little bit because I guess they're, I don't know what they're doing because some of my stuff's been moved around, but not really any, in any sort of major way. But uh, I'm going to get that all organized Monday morning because today was really still remote instruction. So that was most of the day. And then I spent some of the time planning, like I just talked about the kind of specifics for that and also figured out. So my printer at school now starts to work or has started to work because they were able to update my computer. And that was something I wasn't able to use in my little, I don't really have a, a classroom. I have my office for phys ed. And the printer in my room didn't work. <laughs> or, well, it, the printer was fine, but it didn't connect to my computer, so it was useless. Because uh, the computer in the room wouldn't be able to, wasn't able to connect to any printer that I needed to use. It could find some in the school, but there are other teachers' classrooms, and I wasn't about to walk around the school to find, uh, find uh, my papers that were being printed around. So I was able to work today. So I was able to um, print out an attendance sheet, which... Sounds kind of dumb, but like it's really nice to have, um, especially with way the way that the school year has been going. The attendance or the rosters have changed a lot, so just to have the attendance sheets will help me to be able to practice their names for one, and also just to keep track of points. Because I had a little calendar notebook that I was using before, but these uh, will be nice because they'll be the most up to date rosters. They have um, multiple boxes on them, so you could use it for multiple days, and I think. There's like seven or eight boxes on the on the sheet of paper for each class, so I could really it'll last more than three weeks. So it lasts probably four, four into five. So I guess probably four solid weeks of full instruction, and then um, I'd be I would need to print new ones. But it's really nice because I can have that for each individual class and just to help with names because uh, I'm very visual when it comes to that. And that's what makes learning names difficult is everyone has masks on their face. And I'm not seeing students as frequently as I did last year when I would have the same group every day. If I'm working with the same 12 or 14 kids and then seeing the same kids at lunch every day, it's a lot easier to practice their names versus now when you see a kid once every three days and you're seeing kindergarten, kindergarten students through sixth grade students and they have masks on. It's a, uh, like, I feel bad, but it's just difficult. It's just difficult to learn their names. And I'm tr I'm honestly trying, but that is definitely a struggle uh, to do. But I've kind of had mixed feelings about coming back. Not really in the sense that I'm worried about COVID or anything like that, but more so just like the actual active teaching because you haven't, no, I haven't had an active, it, it, I mean, the class management is much, much different when you're in a Google Meet versus when you are uh, in class doing stuff and it you know, obviously changes quite a bit. So I have just haven't done it in a while. Just like with anything you haven't done in a while, it becomes a little nerve wracking to get back into. But I think the first couple of weeks will be more nerve wracking than really the rest of the year. And I'm excited to get to it and just to get back into the routine because there are certainly comforts that are at home. Like you heard Charlie earlier in the podcast and Bo is also just being good and just laying down in the other room. It's nice to be around them and to be close to your fridge and the convenient your home 
home toilet. <laughs> it's just like a nice little thing. It, it's just nice to have those like little convenient things like, oh, I need to take out the trash. I can just go do that. I don't have to write a note when I'm at school to do it later that evening. So it's like little things that are like that are really nice when you're at home. But to be kind of cooped up, and that was the big problem with the quarantine before when the schools were closed in the spring and the gyms were closed. And I had to live at home and stay at home all day, essentially. Um, and now it's like, I just kind of go to the gym. Well, the gyms are open, so even if they weren't, I'd probably still go and figure out some, some way to leave the house. But the negatives of just being stuck at home all day definitely got magnified when the quarantine was extended way beyond uh, any any uh, promise that was made at the beginning. Two weeks to slow the curve. Um, but psych, we're going to go ahead and change the rules, but that isn't really too surprising when the powers to be change the rules to benefit whatever, uh, prerogative that they have at the moment. We've, we've seen that with the quarantine being extended indefinitely, and we've seen that with the stock market manipulation by the different brokerages to help, uh, hedge funds be able to fix their bets because they got screwed by other companies or by, uh, small investors. But, uh, you know, that's nothing new, but hopefully the uh, people start to realize that the the powers that be should not have all the power that they have to be able to control our lives in these uh, abhorrent ways, whether it be through different mandates related to COVID or through uh, things related to the stock market. Hopefully things can get back to some sort of sense of normalcy, but I have a feeling that things will continue to go down a negative path in terms of tyrannical power from above. And uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully things, people rebel in a way that's productive, much like the Wall Street bets way of buying a stock and, and messing up people that have a lot of money and, and just perpetuate it in an unproductive way. Doing things like that, I think, is much more productive and safe and uh, potentially good than doing something like the stuff at the Capitol, because I think stuff like that would most likely just have a negative outcome for all parties involved. It makes the the crazy politicians feel even more unsafe, so they want to be even more crazier. And because they feel unsafe, they're going to punish those people to a disproportionate rate than other protesters who are doing similar things in non-political politician places. But uh, that's about it that I have. I'm going to get my stuff together and head to the gym. Do some heavy snatching, heavy cleaning jerks, and some uh, hopefully heavy front squats. Uh, front squats have been kind of weird lately. They just keep falling off my front of my body, and they haven't even been feeling bad. They just keep like sliding off my chest, and it just means I gotta stay more upright. So that's gonna be kind of the the focus for focus for today when I go and lift. But uh, yeah, that's it for today's podcast. I'll talk to you all tomorrow. Uh, maybe talk about door dashing or something because I plan on doing that two separate times tomorrow in the morning. Uh, but who knows? We'll see how I feel and what I want to talk about. Talk to you all tomorrow, though. Either way, peace.